Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of SpinCast. Today, we are back on the topic of collegiate esports, joined by the University of Washington. We have Eric, who's the esports coordinator, Max, who's the project manager, and Ray, who is the marketing lead there at with the Gaming Association at the University of Washington. So without further ado, everyone go ahead and introduce yourselves. Tell us where those passions in esports started and how it took you um, to where you currently are in your current positions at the University of Washington. Eric, I'll go ahead and let you go first. Hey guys, um, I'm Eric. I'm a rising senior at the University of Washington. So esports has been something big in my life, my whole life. I, uh, when I was five, I had a GameCube, played Monkey Ball and Mario Kart. And when I was 12, I played Minecraft. And then when I turned 16, I got into Rocket League, uh, started playing competitively, started doing tournaments. Um, I played like at Land Diego at SDSU, and I also played at TG Expo at uh, UCSD. And then I just thought that was so much fun. I wanted to start a team uh, for my college. So I decided to form a Rocket League team with just some guys I found. Uh, then eventually we started the Rocket League Club at UW. Um, and then it just kind of manifested to the point where I wanted to do more. I built the uh, Pacific Campus Series, uh, previously known as the Apple State Cup. That's a multi-game uh, esports league uh, consisting of Overwatch, League of Legends, and Rocket League. And from there, awesome. I became the esports coordinator of the Gaming Association. Awesome. Incredible story. Max, go ahead. Hi, guys. I'm Max. I'm a rising sophomore at UW. And... Just like Eric, games have been a part of my life for as long as I could remember. Um, it was a lot of Nintendo stuff. I played Halo, Minecraft, all that. And then I'd say like when I was in middle school, I found a game called Super Smash Bros that a lot of you guys might be familiar with. Um, and that game has a lot of tournaments, especially in the Seattle area. So I got pretty integrated in that community. And then around maybe like last year, I decided I wanted to be less of a player and more of a community leader. So I've been hosting tournaments for that game, like Smash Bros. Melee and Smash Ultimate. I have my own monthly series called Domino Effect. It's the biggest Pacific Northwest monthly tournament uh, for Smash. And I've been doing that for about three years now. And it recently moved to the University of Washington campus in February. So. That's when I got involved with Washington Gaming Association, and I've been a project manager for them ever since. Awesome, awesome. Go ahead, Ray, introduce yourself as well. Uh, yeah, hi. I, I'm a rising senior at the University of Washington. And um, I mean, like, I feel like everyone has, like, played games ever since they were little. Like, and especially me, because I have, like, an older brother. Uh, so... I would like sometimes sneak into his room to like play whatever games he had on Steam or like, you know, I don't know, steal his 3DS and play like Fire Emblem. So like, yeah. I never really had, yeah, I never really had like a main game to play, but like I did play a little bit of everything. Um, so I guess that's my like introduction to games. And then yeah. it was uh, last year when I started streaming and so freshman year of, uh, college I started playing League of Legends <laughs> because uh my roommates played it so I was like oh I kind of want to be part of the fun mm -hmm. uh and then uh sophomore year I was kind of like I kind of got really into it and I was like dang I might as well like stream it because like 
you know <laughs> i don't want to yeah. just like sit alone in my room and like play league of legends alone uh, so i started streaming and that's when i really got into like this esports community and then because my major is marketing uh i was like okay well i kind of want to like combine the two you know and then mm-hmm. i heard of wga through my friends so i was like okay i'll try this out so here i am yeah Awesome, awesome. Great backstories there. Um, like you just said, Ray, we all have that background in gaming that really sparks something. I love to see these, you know, students in the next generation really applying it to their coursework um, and to their lives to lead to that success um, and that next time of life. So my next question is, what does the program, the Gaming Association at UW look like in particular, right? Is it, what does it consist of? Is it student-led? Is it supported by the university in any way, shape, or form? Eric, I'll let you answer that since you are the esports coordinator. So I think you might have the best answer uh, for that particular question. Yeah, so we are definitely developing. Um, We do have an esports department, though it's very new and there's not, they're, they're really leaving it to the students right now to run everything. So the gaming association at the moment is kind of leading the charge in esports specifically. Um, we do a lot of event planning and programming. So for example, the Pacific Campus Series, that's one of our biggest esports events of the year. Um, we invite schools all across the Pacific Northwest and Canada to come and compete uh, for the best in the Northwest. And uh, then we also have, say, the Spring Showdown, which was an event that Max actually uh, helped coordinate. So that was huge because it was more casual. It was open to anyone on the West, on literally the West side of the country. And the great thing about that is we also were taking donations for COVID-19 relief and we raised a fair, a fair amount of money. So it was, it was an excellent time. Um, and even better. So the way we're structured is that we have clubs. So we are an umbrella club to other clubs. So like, as I said, I formed the Rocket League club. Um, that's a part of WGA, but it's their own separate entity. We try to facilitate these clubs to be able to compete on the varsity level. So when I said that the school has a department, they let us use their branding. Um, if we're competing at that high of a level, um, they give us support, they give us jerseys. So um, we have a really nice uh, hybrid, I guess you could say, of the school support plus um, student run. Like students basically make it happen and the school just supports us. And it's honestly, I could not ask for more. Awesome, awesome. I always love to see that the university is involved because I think right now, it's like a mixture of everything um, in the current collegiate landscape. There's a lot of universities that don't support it, especially at bigger schools. Um, but obviously at the University of Washington is a big school. So good to see that they're hopping on the train of really supporting esports in that light. Um, you named a lot of really interesting um, projects and series and lands and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to let Max, this question's next for you because since you are the project manager, bring me, walk me through some of those projects. What do you focus on? Um, what does that process look like for that collegiate side? You know, who are you catering to? All of that. Bring me a um, few, whichever one is your favorite. Yeah, so I'll use Spring Showdown as an example because that was the most recent thing we've done. Uh, that happened from like across the month of May and into June. So it recently just finished, I think like on Monday. Um, so the whole premise was we wanted an online uh, sphere of events for people casual and competitive from all over the greater west coast to enter so identifying that scope early helped us a lot with advertising and that kind of thing so we mainly aimed it towards colleges so we joined like all the college facebook groups for esports and stuff and put the link in and we got around 360 entrants which i consider pretty good especially Mm -hmm. during like a pandemic and all that 
So we had 11 games, including Valorant, which is like that new Riot uh, yep, yep. game. It was very popular. Uh, we got a lot of attention from that. And we did, so for the prize pools, all the money was crowdfunded. So, and 25% of that money went to the Husky Pride Fund, which is a COVID-19 relief effort at UW. And we raised $100 for that, which I'm very proud of. And yeah, so the whole thing was we just had the events running throughout the month and then tweeted about them. You know, we got Twitch streams going to show the events and show off what all the players could do. And a lot of people had a lot of fun and I'm proud of that. Awesome, awesome. I always love to see when all the different aspects of gaming, casual, competitive, and everywhere between is really embraced um, in these events. Now, my next question is for you, Ray. You touched on earlier about, you know, bringing your coursework and marketing your degree um, into esports, right? I think marketing esports, they're both play a massive role with each other since esports is very digital, right? Very virtual. Um, so how do you apply your marketing skills um, into these events to really bring the attention, to bring the viewership and bring the numbers to make them a successful event? Um, well, marketing like in school is like a little bit different when like you try to apply it to esports, I would say. Um, in school, you focus more on like really conceptual stuff. And then, I mean, later on, you do a lot of like case competitions and stuff for like um, businesses and help them solve whatever issues they have. Uh, in esports, you focus, like, like you said, way more on digital media. So like, for example, social media marketing, which is something actually that uh, UW, or at least in my experience so far, <laughs> they don't really implement uh, into their curriculum as much. So actually for me, this is actually a great opportunity uh, to like learn this new skills skill set, like social media marketing, uh, mm -hmm. knowing like the best platforms to reach certain demographics. For example, like especially for esports, Twitter is like definitely mm -hmm. <laughs> the best Everyone's way. Everyone's on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's definitely the uh, best way to market like events, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, picking the right platform for the audience is a um, really great start there, for sure. Um, my next question is more on the playing side of esports, right? You guys are a gaming association. You have multiple different clubs across different games. And this question, I think, is for all three of you. Um, walk me through how each of you individually really help those players compete at a high level um, in these conferences, tournaments, and leagues uh, that you all are a part of. So, Eric, I'll let you go first on that question. Yeah, so I think that this is really, uh, this hits me especially because um, I was a player. Um, mm -hmm. I played Varsity Rocket League for two years. So um, I, th I think the key to really, is at this time, uh, is to facilitate play, is to create opportunities. Um, my freshman year, uh, uh, everyone was creating opportunities for us. So uh, an organization called Northwest Esports, they got us the Apple Cup of Rocket League, which was just us versus Washington State at this at GE2, this big gaming event. Um, and we also had, we, we, we played at a volleyball match as well. The athletics department wanted to see a Rocket League match there. But then come sophomore year, when all of this programming was taken away, when we really didn't have much other than like the College Carball Association and Collegiate Rocket League, um, which are extremely competitive and it doesn't, it only lets the top, top teams um, play. And not to say we didn't qualify because we did, 
But um, in order to facilitate more teams, especially because we have like a JV, uh, we have a C team, a D team, et cetera, mm-hmm. to facilitate mm-hmm. all these teams, we created our own programming. So that's actually the inspiration for the Pacific Campus Series was the Apple Cup of Rocket League, along with the idea that we could have so many more teams compete, um, at least teams that wouldn't get the opportunity otherwise. So creating opportunities like the Pacific Campus Series, creating opportunities like the Spring Showdown, inviting other games like, like League of Legends, Overwatch, having all these different games come together to be able to play in events that we create, that's really the best way to facilitate uh, competition and the best way to grow the esports scene on the collegiate level as a whole. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome answer there. Max, go ahead. Yeah, definitely going off what Eric was said about creating opportunities. Uh, Recently in February, late February, I did a installment of my monthly Smash tournament that was partnered with uh, Collegiate Star League, which is a big company that focuses on fostering intercollegiate competition in esports. So we invited 17 teams from all around the Pacific Northwest and California to come to UW and compete in crew battles, which are like 5v5 fighting game events. And you know, the, the top came out and then made it to, to the divisional tournament, which I think got canceled because of COVID, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was really cool to see all the teams fly out and then compete at the highest level. And it was cool to see as well uh, the UW team make it out on second in both games, which was awesome. So it's all about uh, just like creating these opportunities for different colleges to come together and see what they're made of. For sure, for sure. Uh, you know, going off those two points uh, that you guys both just made, um, having those opportunities just fosters, right? The more opportunities, the more competition, then the best players really sort of, you know, show that they are really good across all these different platforms. Um, and it really is good for the players because then they have more and more and more. So that's awesome. Ray, go ahead. How does, uh, what do you do in particular um, with the players to really help them bolster their either performance or ability to compete? Um, well, I guess since I am market, marketing lead, my job most of the time is just to like bring more exposure to these types of events. So, you know, if the esports coordinator and project manager are the ones creating new opportunities, I'm the one to make sure that the players and, you know, competitors have the opportunity to like get the chance to see these types of opportunities. Yeah. Um, Pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, simple, yeah. but very to the point. I, I love that point right there because I think that's one of the massive issues surrounding collegiate esports across the entire board is visibility, right? A lot of people just don't really know that it exists in this massive form that it does uh, because obviously maybe need more people like you, Ray, with those marketing skills to sh- increase that visibility and viewership so that it catches on in that mainstream form. Um, so I guess this kind of goes into my next question is what does the future of collegiate esports look to y'all? You guys have different, very different perspectives or approaches um, in your different titles and responsibilities. So what do you want to see in particular uh, moving forward with collegiate esports? Is it a consolidation of all these organizations into one big conference or anything along those lines or something completely different? And this is for all of you. Eric, I'll let you go first again to continue the trend. Yeah. So this is actually a topic I discuss a lot. Um, mainly because this is something I've been trying to build out myself. Um, The way I see it, I think the way that a lot of people are doing is they're trying to make the NCAA uh, V2, um, Mm -hmm. basically the the NCAA equivalent for gaming. And I just don't think that's the way to go. 
Um, I think we need to start thinking a little differently than traditional sports. Uh, I think it's important to, uh, I, my vision is that we have it collegiate run. So um, I, I keep emphasizing this, but the Pacific Campus Series, um, that is something I hope every school eventually picks up. So we could have a model where you compete in these mini tournaments where everyone gets to play in lands, everyone gets to, to play in these leagues. And then from there, the, how they place, so they can advance to like a regionals. They can advance mm -hmm. to a, um, a, a West Coast, East Coast, South, North. And then that goes into a national and then even an international tournament. And honestly, that's my vision and my hope that esports grows into and not this formal structured league where there's divisions and such. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'd love to see that. I think mounting competitions that have several layers, um, it works in a lot of different areas of competition. I think, to me, at least in my opinion, I think it could re readily work in collegiate esports as well. Max, go ahead. What do you see happening in the future? Or what do you want to see, uh, more importantly? Yeah, so I see a lot of potential in clubs at, at colleges and even high schools to, you know, like serve as a pipeline for interested gamers to enter this esports ecosystem. So I think a consolidation of clubs and just like bolstering them with more activities, more advertisements, and all that kind of stuff could be really effective in getting more people interested in esports. And I think like what Eric was saying, like with these competitions at the regional, national, and then international level, I think that'll come as a product of that, just like higher consolidation at the collegiate level, definitely. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Ray, what's your take on this? Um, well, <clears throat> maybe my take is less focused on the collegiate side, but mm -hmm. it does relate. Mm -hmm. I guess like, because especially in like the esports community, I feel like there is kind of like a lack of inclusivity, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people, they really like to, you know, I guess guard their favorite game or guard their community. And uh, as a result of that, obviously, like results in a lot of, I guess, like discrimination, uh, all types of things. And so like, instead of having this diverse, like awesome community for like everyone to feel included in, uh, a lot of times you get these kind of homogeneous, very exclusive mm -hmm. like clubs, I would say. Um, so, I mean, actually this does really relate to collegiate esports because it's like, if you want that to be the case in the industry, for the industry to be more inclusive then like, colleges like these collegiate clubs like mm -hmm. are the best place to start because um at least in my case it's where i really got into esports where i found my community since college is so big and like that's what a lot of people when they go into university like they want to do they want to find their like they want to find their people and their like community mm -hmm. so yeah uh, i think college is the best place to implement that kind of like thinking and thought process yeah, for sure. I think it's a wonderful point right there with inclusivity is that I think a lot of gamers, it goes even beyond the normal lines of discrimination on like sex or race. I think it goes beyond of like, you're not good enough or you don't belong or you weren't here since day one. And like that just adds more levels because then you do have, you know, I don't want to sound bad, but like the normal discrimination in race and sex and other um, discriminatory just behaviors that really just isolates right you know esports has the potential to be so inclusive because it's a lot of it's online so you can click 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 and boom be with your friends that are hundreds of miles away play games have fun talk 
socialize, which is phenomenal. And like you said, having those barriers, we need to tear them down and college is a great place to start. And ultimately it's gonna to grow to be, it already is massive. It's gonna to grow to be even more massive. So having it at that core is extremely important. So I think kind of turning the, shifting the tides a little bit, you've all kind of circled around support within your um, gaming association, right? You guys are really at its core support staff for the players, for the students, part of the club. And I love to see when there is that very large support staff in the managerial, logistics, marketing, product management, all of that stuff. So each of you explain to the viewers and the listeners, the importance of having a very large support staff to enable everyone to kind of pursue what they love and where their passions are. Eric, can you see the trend of course go ahead and answer that first yeah so uh, actually we just recently grew to be as big as we are um my, when i came my freshman year we were kind of in a rebuilding phase we really didn't have anyone and it really showed um mm -hmm. we uh, wga didn't do much other than we have something called the hub crawl which is an introduction to gaming for freshmen and we have the husky gaming expo which is uh, one of the biggest uh, gaming expos in the country for collegiate, collegiate gaming expos. Mm -hmm. um, it, although at the time it only fostered in like 200 people, but recently we kind of grew, we rebuilt, we recruited a bunch of people and we just completely restructured. What it enabled us to do was firstly, Husky Gaming Expo, it grew to like, I think 1500 people showed up, maybe even more. Um, we had, we had uh, uh, special guests, we had uh, streamers, we had everything. And it was massive, it was, it was an amazing expo. And not only that, but the gaming expo takes up so much of our time, yet having more staff, it enables us to not just focus on that, but also focus on community building. It, it enables us to focus on growing our clubs that we, that we oversee. It enables us to foster com competition I like to say the three C's, community, competition, and career. That's really what our school's esports program is based off of, mm -hmm. those three aspects. And being able to have the support and the team to, be, to encompass all three of those characteristics, that's the key. And that's why it's so great to have such a big team working behind you and why it's so great to have so many different people with so many different perspectives coming in and just making esports better at our school. Yeah, 100%. That's one of the best answers I think I've ever gotten from that question. Just straight up. That was phenomenal. Love to see that really holistic approach to it all to really enable everybody to pursue their passion to the fullest potential for each individual, um, as well as the team and the group as a whole. So Max, go ahead. Um, what's, what's your answer to this? Yeah, so it's really great having a lot of like multifaceted people with all kinds of different skills coming together to create one overall product. Like for Husky Gaming Expo, we had like graphic artists, marketing managers, project managers, partnerships, outreach to get like all the sponsors and, you know, vendors, streamers, special guests, all that stuff. And it couldn't have happened without everybody working together. And it's really cool to see people with all sorts of different talents just contribute in really special ways to these events. And like Husky Gaming Expo was so great just because we had all that talent at our disposal. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Ray, go ahead. Um, I mean, they really just took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. I think like before I even joined like the club, I guess this is just going more into Husky Gaming Expo because mm -hmm. that really is kind of like 
our baby, like the product, the fruits of all of our labors. Um, mm -hmm. So it's actually like the perfect, uh, perfect example to bring up. But I actually went to Husky Gaming Expo before I even joined WGA. And then I saw all of it, like there's like an artist alley and there's like uh, meetups with streamers. There's like tournaments. There's just like so much going on. And I was like, dang, like a student mm -hmm. organization put this together. That's like kind of wild. Yeah. Um, so yeah, after like, especially after joining the organization as kind of like a member, I got to like see all of these different kinds, kinds of like people with different kinds of talents really work together. And I was like, oh, wow. So <laughs> that, that's how they put that together. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Love to see that. And like I said, I know I always say holistic a lot because that's really where I see esports trending is really like having that holistic approach where you have all these moving parts coming together to put on a beautiful event. Unfortunately, we are running out of time. I think we hit a lot of great points. Um, I'll leave you all three real quickly. One last question is, what advice would you have for a high school student wanting to take their passions to the next level collegiately and either play or become part of the support staff, um, you know, put on events, help with events, any of that? What piece of advice do you have for them to help them get to that next level? Um, Eric, go ahead. Yeah, um, I've actually said this before and I'll say it again. Um, if there's something you want to do, just do it. If you have a vision, do it. Um, there's the only thing that's stopping you is you. No one else can tell you no, because if you keep trying, if you keep at it and you prove that it's something valuable, it will become something valuable. So if you have any doubts, just remember anything's possible as long as you set your mind to it. Yeah, absolutely. Go, go for it, Max. Yeah, it's all about taking initiative, you know, like nothing gets done without people trying new things. So we always have to have people out here taking these risks to create the next big thing. And like, it could be you, you know, like once yeah. you get into college, just find your esports community or make one if you don't have one and just find people to help you realize your vision because there's definitely people out there to help you. Awesome. Take the initiative. Absolutely love it. Ray, go ahead. Yeah, um, I know, especially for me, when I entered into college, and for a long time, I was kind of like, struggling with what I wanted to do, or what kind of community I wanted, like, what, like, what motivated me, basically. Mm -hmm. So uh, I encourage those fresh from like, high school to take, like, gaming is can be just a hobby, you can take it to the next level. So don't just, you know, dismiss whatever like passions you have or hobbies you have. You can consider that uh, type of path as well. Yeah, for sure. Turn your hobby into your life, basically, right? Find a way to be successful at it um, and then ultimately make go to college and then make a career out of it. Absolutely love to see it. Unfortunately, that is every all the time we have today. Thank you all so much for coming on the show. I think we covered a great a number of great topics, especially for that younger generation trying to figure out what esports at the collegiate level looks like and ultimately how to apply those skills in different ways besides just playing. Um, not to make that sound bad, but they're, like I said, esports, there's so many avenues you can go. Um, so really getting that holistic picture is really great. Um, lastly, Ray, I'll let you real quick. You are the marketing um, person. So tell us where we can find out more about the University of Washington and the Gaming Association, any, you know, social media platforms or Twitch streams, anything like that. Um, well, we do have a Twitch. I forgot all of like <laughs> what our handles are specifically because they're really similar, just different variations. Mm -hmm. uh, I can tell you all what our Twitter is. And then we have a lot of links to like 
our Discord, Twitch, um, other social media platforms, including Facebook, uh, mm-hmm. on there. And that is our main form of communication. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, our Twitter handle is at WGA underscore UW. Uh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds there. good. Yeah, yeah, everyone give them a follow so you can keep up to all the great stuff they have going there with their numerous conference and tournaments and lands and all of that. Once again, thank you so much um, to all our viewers and listeners. Stay healthy and stay happy um, in these very unprecedented times with the current pandemic. And ultimately, everyone out there, stay plugged in. Mm-hmm.